Hey there, Pastor T here with another daily psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And today we'll be reading, reflecting upon, and praying back to the Lord, Psalm 33. I invite you to follow along in your own Bible at home or to listen as I read. Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. And by the breath of his mouth, all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea as a heap. He puts the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people whom he has chosen as his heritage. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all the children of man. From where he sits enthroned, he looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. The king isn't saved by his great army. A warrior isn't delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a false hope for salvation, and by its great might, it cannot rescue. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart is glad in him, because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 33 is a rich psalm with many biblical themes being brought together. But to me, it's a psalm with a close cousin in Psalm 19. You'll remember a few weeks ago we looked at Psalm 19 and how it joins the general revelation of creation, the heavens declare the glory of God, to the special revelation of God's word. And Psalm 33 does something similar, although not quite so explicitly. It points especially to the general revelation, the way that God has revealed himself in creation. But verse 6 in particular, I want to draw your attention to because it's quite significant in the history of Christian theology and in particular for our understanding of God as Trinity. Now notice this again in verse 6. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. Now, at first, it might just pass right by you as no big deal. But as you look a little more closely, here you have all three persons of the Trinity present in the same verse. Now, St. Augustine had pointed out in his uh, famous book, The Confessions, that already at the very beginning of creation, in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, you had all three persons of the Trinity. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, the Father. And how did he do it? By saying, let there be light, which is to say, through his word, picked up on by um, the gospel writer John in John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word. And also we're told in Genesis 1, verse 2, that the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the waters. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all active at the beginning of creation. And in Psalm 33, verse 6, it picks up on this. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. 
So there you have the Lord, the Fa- God the Father, that he created. But how did he create? Through the word, which is to say, through our Lord Jesus. And then the latter half of the verse, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. The breath of his mouth. It's that lovely Hebrew word, ruach. The ruach means breath, but it's also the word translated as spirit. By the spirit of God's mouth, all of their host. So there you have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all three persons of the Trinity, present and active, already at creation. Now, it would be easy for us as Christians today to look back and say, well, why didn't the people of old understand that? Clearly, you've got three three persons, one God right here. Why didn't they understand the Trinity? God, in his wisdom and the, the mysterious ways of his workings, did not make the Trinity explicit in the Old Testament. It's clear to us reading in retrospect as we read backwards, but you can see how if you were, if all you knew was God as Father, and perhaps a, uh, a faint sense of God as the Spirit and certainly the Word of the Lord, but you never would have connected those dots. But now those dots have been connected for us through the ministry of Christ, through the sending of the Holy Spirit, so that now we can read and, and meditate upon Psalms like Psalm 33 and give thanks to God for revealing himself as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for us. Let us pray. Gracious God, you have shown yourself not only in your scriptures, but in all of creation. And we pray, Lord, that we would have eyes and ears to be attentive to your revelation in the world, in our hearts, and especially in your word. Thank you, Lord, for showing yourself to be Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God conspiring together on our behalf. Keep us ever faithful to the faith of the Trinity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And now may the Spirit of the Lord that breathed creation into being breathe in you today those words of life. Go in his peace. Amen.